Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you, girl. I really want to know your name. Whoa, come and talk to me. I really want to meet you, girl. I really want to know your name. Oh, yeah. You look so sexy. You really turn me on. Blow my mind every time I see your face, girl. You look so sexy, you really turn me on, blow my mind every time I see your face, girl. I've been watching you for so very long, trying to get my nerve built up to be so strong. I really want to meet you, but I'm kind of scared Cause you're the kind of lady with so much class I get my thoughts together for the very next day But when I see you, lady, I, I forget, forget what to what say to Your say. eyes demand such a beautiful tone the way you dress and walk, it really turns me on, yeah. Ooh, it really turns me on. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, come and talk to me. I really want to meet you. Can I talk to you? I really want to know you. Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you. Can I talk to you? I really wanna know you. Start the show. Short this podcast. This is episode 30. We are in here. We got Miss Mahogany. Hey. John. <laughs> it's still season one. <laughs> I don't think I said it last week. So. I, I don't think you did. No, I don't think any of us did. Mm-mm. My God. <laughs> is it too early? It's way too early. I'm sorry. I mean. No, you're not. You're not. You're really not. You're not really not. No, I'm not it, but, it, but it's okay. that was an obligatory sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is season one. Okay. The only one. The only one. We're we're not going to go into season two. Uh, we're not going to go into season three. We're not going to go into season four. This is going to be the longest episodic <laughs> podcast of all. It's going to go forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. <laughs> Uh, so thank you guys so much for joining us. 30 episodes in Miss Mahogany was supposed to join us for episode 30. Well, she did. <laughs> she <laughs> joined us <laughs> for episode, what, 26, I think? Something like that. Yeah. So going forward, 
<laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I think we should do some type of celebration every 10 episodes again. Like, hey, Mahogany's still here. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was supposed to join us for 30, but joined us forever. She's going to join us for 40. To, yeah, intervals of 10. So every, every 50. 50, every milestone episode right. has a zero at the end of it. She was supposed to be here. <laughs> but she is here. She is here. here thank, thank you. Live and in color. And we For are sure. so glad she is here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. It's exciting. Yeah, we really, really so enjoy honored. being here. want to give a shout out to people that listened uh, the last couple of weeks. We received some awesome, amazing feedback. The episode with Drew for the chips and speaking about the baby, they said was probably the most hilarious episode we ever produced. I didn't expect that episode to be that. Man, funny. that thing was. I, it, I, was, I, I was not that, expecting that, that. especially the top ten after the after the, the baby mm-hmm. um, commentary. <laughs> the, the top ten. I thought it's just chips. How interesting <laughs> could we make chips? And that got it did. It, yeah, it, it did. was a uh, that it, it was organic. It like was. none of that was. I, I didn't expect any of that <laughs> whatsoever. It was very organic, and my list was very generic. Oh yeah, at the same. There's nothing wrong being average. You said that. Yeah. So you were average. Shout out to Coach Holt. <laughs> so yeah, we 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 had the that, and then the last week's episode uh, with Steph and Mahogany was a very educational. I've told it was very heavy. Some people reached out to me that I did not know was listening to the podcast. To thank us for that episode, men and women. So shouts out to them. Shouts out to everyone that's listening. That is continuing to listen. Please follow us. We're on Twitter at the Short Disc Podcast. We're on Instagram at the Short Disc Podcast. We're on Facebook at the Short Disc Podcast. We have an email to Short Disc Podcast at gmail.com. Please continue to download us. Follow us. If you haven't had a chance to review us yet on uh, Apple, please do. If you're listening to us on Apple, review us. If you're listening to us on like Podchaser or someplace where you can leave a review, please leave a review there. Anywhere where it lets you rate us and review us, please do. It doesn't matter what you give us really because we're always looking to improve. We're looking to get better at what we're doing. We want to continue to entertain you guys as we entertain ourselves in here. Most definitely. Uh, but, you know, it, it would help us out a lot. So we're going to get down to business here and get this raffle going. As we stated on episode 29, we were going to do a raffle for 30. This was that $100 gift card raffle thing that had been going on since episode 20 that we never did. <laughs> And I wanted to give that opportunity. So we're going to do something a little different here. I want each one of you to pick a name. Mm -hmm. I'll pick a name too. And then we're going to put the name, the three names that we pick back into, don't open it. Just pick a, pick a, pick a thing. Just pick a thing. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to put the three names back into the pot. And then we're going to pull again for one. And that will be. Wins. I like this round robin format. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. How's the week been going for y'all? No complaints here. Overtime once again. I just um, want to go to sleep. 
<laughs> Me too. <clears throat> I need a nap. <laughs> That's all. Well, I'm very, very happy to be here. <laughs> all right. So the winner, oh, I didn't mean to do that. The winner for the raffle for $100 is Winter Wonderworld. This is a person off of uh, Instagram. So when you hear this, Winter Wonderworld, please reach out to us on DM. Now, if I don't hear from you in a week's time, another name will be pulled. And guess what? That person will be announced as the winner. <laughs> because again, we're not going to announce it online. You got to listen to win these winnings. So anyone that's a listener will get these winnings. If you're not a listener, you won't even know it. So and and guess what? If whoever uh doesn't, you know, I, I believe this is a listener, but if they're not a listener, I will make sure to tag your name when I go to announce the next winner. Mm. But pity, very as I always am. So <laughs> the week has been good for you guys. It is rant time. Oh, Here we go. Yeah, it's rant time. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> earlier, you were questioning why I did not let loose with mahogany when she said that earlier. You know why I didn't go on a rant? That's because I've been holding. It. Okay, I've been holding one. I understand. Mm -hmm. Now I don't want. No, I'm not even going to give a disclaimer. Here's yeah. what I'm going to say. Well, I'm going to say it to both of you because you're both in here. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't get offended because you have. Mm -hmm. And you don't get offended because your wife is one. But this rant I'm about to go on <laughs> has to be said. <laughs> and I'm going to try not to cuss. You're going to cuss. As much as possible. Try is a powerless word. It really is. <laughs> so the race happened. Oh, it happened. It happened. And she came and did last. Shakar Richardson raced off against the people, um, the other <laughs> women from the other countries. And she came in last. Hey, you win some, you lose some, but you live. You live to see another day. Yes. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because if somebody has to lose, somebody has to win. Here's my problem. My problem is that every time I turn around, Whenever there's something going on with the Olympics, whenever there's something going on in general, black American people support everybody that's black. Matter of fact, we came up with the slogan. We're rooting for everyone that's black. Correct. However, it was a separation. There is always a separation when it is the non-black Americans when it comes to anything. You don't see the same support. You don't see the same get behind. You don't see any of that same support. Only when it comes from black Americans. Because, again, the slogan created by black Americans, I'm rooting for anyone that's black. It doesn't matter. We don't say anything when the European blacks come over here and take the roles from the black American actors that are here. Uh, to do a biography of a black American uh, whoever. We don't say anything. Uh, when the Jamaicans blow everybody in the Olympics or the Africans blow everybody in the Olympics in the races, we support, don't say anything. 
uh, it doesn't matter who it is. As long as they're black, they're going to get the support from black Americans. Why is that not reciprocated? And I say that because yesterday when that race happened, I was happy that when I looked at that whole lineup, everybody was black. That's what I looked at. I didn't, I didn't Hey, I, yeah, she lost. I was disappointed that she lost, but I didn't go that black American loss. Screw everybody. Or if she had won America, I wouldn't have did that shit. Right. Because she black. Right. Just like everybody else at race. However, however, and I'm going to go into something a little bit deeper too. I'm going to skip ahead. I don't want to hear any more about this bullshit about protect black women. I don't want to hear it. You want me to tell you why I don't want to hear it? Because y'all not protecting each other. Y'all are the first ones and y'all y'all knew it was coming. Uh, Steph said it a while ago. She told somebody in the group. She said, and he got on the men. Y'all better be prepared when he get on the women. Here it come. You cannot get on your platform on social media complaining about black women are not protected. Black women ain't doing this. Black women ain't done this. You guys are not coming for black women when y'all are the first ones to get on social media and tear the other black woman down. Y'all are the first one at a yellow beezy, a yellow whatever his name is concert, putting your face in his crotch while he's performing at a concert unsolicited you are the first one after r kelly videos and everything came out and you at his concert before he got went in prison and you jumping and wanted him to pee on you and do everything else yes it was on video y'all are the first ones matter of fact y'all was the loudest ones talk still the loudest ones talking about he don't need to be in there but the slogan is protect black women protect black women when and from who who are we protecting them from I look at it at times as, as if I'm looking at a relationship going on and they're having a fight and it's like, hey, you need to go break it up. Why? Because when I go break it up, either they both going to jump me or they're going to call the cops on me. Let them fight it out. Well, she not leaving. Because she ain't leaving. I've been there. Protect <laughs> black women. How? <clears throat> How when I get on social media and y'all are dogging the dog shit out of this girl like she didn't go through just a, just a month or two ago. Y'all were talking about her mental health of losing her mama. Y'all was just talking about that. And men stay y'all ashy ass out of this conversation. I see y'all jumping in and saying she got stay y'all ashy ass out of this. This ain't for you. Stick to football and basketball and shit when, when, when we talking about who LeBron and who the best or whoever. Stick to that shit. Don't jump yourself in this type of conversation. Because you look worse than the women. But a month ago, you were sitting there saying mental health, protect mental health. This girl lost her mama. She went out and did some drugs. Let her in. Boom, boom, boom. This happened. The race happened. She got smoked. Look at her. She ain't. But okay. She lost. Don't continue to dog the shit out of her because she lost. Somebody had to lose. She lost bad. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. She wasn't in the Olympics. She wasn't training. And I'm not taking up for it. She lost. Ain't there's no excuse. Just like I didn't take up for when she got suspended. She lost. Plain and simple. But I always see that. And it's good. And guess what? I respect and I'm and it's all good 
that you are representing your homeland because as a black American, I wish I had a homeland to represent like that, that I was proud of. Jamaica, Haiti, uh, Belize, any of those places, Africa. I wish that for as a black American, I could go, oh, I want to represent this. I don't have that. Right. You know what I mean? When I do see a black American, I'm, it's more or less of a black person being there. And again, I don't even for a lot of times, I don't even look at where they're from. I just see that they're black and I'm like, damn, OK, here we go. I'm proud. Right. So you should always represent and be proud, but not at the expense of another black person. And that's what I saw. That's what I saw. I saw it everywhere. And I'm just like, you want to talk shit about another black person because your country, that's cool. But you're doing it from the confines of your American home and your American field. Because guess what? For me as a black American, there's a lot of stuff I don't like. If I had a place to go, I would go. I don't know where I'm coming from until I do my 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 test to find out where I'm from. Yeah, and even then, yeah. guess what? I don't know them people over there. So I'm going to stay where I know. But if I left somewhere to come over somewhere that I don't like and I don't like the people that's over there, I'm going to go back where I like to be. Instead of sitting there talking about them. Because guess what? As black people, we're all black. If you ask anybody that's not black, they don't look at you being a Jamaican. They don't look at you being a Haitian. They don't look at you being an African. They don't even, and, and I'm sorry, Dominican people. I know y'all don't like to hear this. They don't look at you being Dominican. The black Cubans embrace it. Right, right. They don't look at that. They look at you as black. But we're the only ones that will separate. They don't have to do it for us. We divide and unconquer each other. Mm. We do it to each other. And so going back to what I said earlier, protect black women when and how I don't want to hear that no more. After I saw what I saw yesterday on social media, I don't want to hear any more about protect black women because you will go and kick a woman, a black woman down that had to deal with some issues that a lot of us have not dealt with. And guess what? We may not be able to be prepared for that because I'm going to tell you right now, as a 30, 30, almost 39-year-old man, I am not prepared for the day that I ever lose my mama. I could not imagine 19 years ago losing my mama, mm -hmm. but now I couldn't imagine losing my mama. You understand what I'm saying? So to be in that younger mindset, I can, and I'm not giving no excuse, but what I'm saying is you can't use that as an excuse to say, protect, let's help, let's uplift. And then a month or two later, you dogging the dog shit out of her. Right, right. And guess what? That speech that she gave, she should have gave it afterwards. Because what did you want her to do? Get up there and start crying and saying, oh, I can't do this. I, I, I failed. I lost. That's what people want to see. You want to celebrate the failures. That's what you want to see. And again, 90% of all the vitriol thrown at this young lady was from other black women. No matter what your background is, it was from other black women. So I'm going to say this again. I don't want to see or hear anything about protect black women until y'all learn how to protect each other. It happens all too often. Definitely online too much for me. And guess what? 
when you say it, I believe it. We should protect black women Mm -hmm. at all costs. They should always be protected because I told the story before you came on the show permanently, how I didn't even know you and you saw my everyday face and you didn't know that was my everyday face. And you immediately thought somebody had did something to me mm-hmm. and you was ready to, you know, we need to For get some straightness. But that, that's me with all, like all of us. But that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah. That's why I say I believe in protecting black women. Yeah. However, you cannot champagne it, champagne it on a big platform and then turn around within the snap of a finger and be dogging the dog shit out of one of your own sisters. Yeah. I can't dog her because she's doing something I can't do. <laughs> so. Let me tell you something. As much as I sit here, and we all have the right to make fun and laugh at people, but you can't go back in the same time and become a victim. Right. The minute you have given out something negative, like, you know, for instance, when we sit there and and, and I'm going to use this as an example. And I, and I wish Drew was on here, too, mm-hmm. to talk about this. But we'll, we'll, that'd be a, a, another conversation. You can't sit there and you see it a lot from the, the black gay community. Give all this commentary, dogging someone out that's a celebrity. Dogging them out, talking about them, saying all this. And in the minute they turn around and say something to them then you're homophobic or all these other, you know, negative adjectives that they can use against that person. And guess what? Some of that stuff shouldn't be said, but you cannot give out the energy and not expect for it to be reciprocated. Facts. I mean, you You can't do that. The boomerang effect. Correct. You can't do that. So I was on fire last night. I can only imagine. This is just like, (laughs) A little bit of it. I was on fire last night because I'm just, and and you know what? Again, it could have been anybody else and I would have still had the same response. Don't get it twisted. Um, Oh, what's going on? Why don't hear myself? Can y'all hear me? The gems of a live show. Yeah. I don't know. I hear you fine. Well, not a live show, but a recorded show. Okay, I can hear me now. Um, I don't know what happened. Kind of went out there. Uh-oh. You, you can't. I, if it had been a black European, black whoever person running, and all this happened to them, they uh, this the the response would have been the same. Because when I look at black, I don't separate. Oh, that's a black Jamaican. Because guess what? Most of my friends, from I think John is probably the only one that does not have a Caribbean background. He's a black American like me. Most of them, Drew, Omar, you know, um, Ed, he's black Puerto Rican. You know, most of them mm-hmm. are from an island. You, you're half. Mm-hmm. So... It isn't me just throwing it out. It's just me noticing things, you know, and it isn't just that. It's, it's, it's little minor things, many things, too, that you see. It's like, damn, why you don't give the same support to black Americans? We don't look at that and go, well, we're not going to support you because you're, you're black. No, <laughs> we say black. But when it comes to 
you being from these different islands, you separate, oh, we're not black American. We're black this and oh, America is trash. Hey, you know what? There's certain parts of it is, but guess what? It's better than where you came from because if it wasn't, you would be there right now. Shouts out to Dapo because guess what? He didn't like America. He went back to Africa where he from. So that that's that's one of my homeboys in in our group. Yeah. He went he he was here. He, he like he went back. Shouts out to him. I can definitely see why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But don't sit there and talk about each other when we're in the same game. We're both trying to keep each other head. I uh, thought about you when I broke uh, my post what? last night in the group. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I, 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 you know, a lot of I did see. I didn't see any stuff in the group as much. It was stuff I was seeing on Twitter, stuff I was seeing on Instagram, and I'm just like, bro, this is really, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and that's cool, right? That's cool. What you put, yeah. It's the other shit that pissed me off. That well, she this and this, 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 and it's just like, bro. Be happy that all the women that lined up were black. Or black. And she's so young. She got so much more life to live and so many things. That she's Yeah. It's like, one race. Yeah, it's, she, it's, it's one. Just, it's just one. one. Race. And like I said, you know what I'm saying? With with Usain Bolt and everyone else that have, have done these races, that have been part of these things, I have not met one black American yet that said, Oh, I hope he lose because he's you know he going up against this person. No, I ain't. I've never seen that that yet. The celebrities that are are from the islands. That's cool, bro. But you over here doing that route against your sister, just because you live in it. Hey, just that's just like me me having cousins and in, in, in other different cities or states. I'm not going to look at them different because they from the north. That's still my cousin. They from Detroit. I'm from here. That's still my cousin. Regardless of how different we eat and you know what I'm saying, how different we talk. That's still my cousin. And I'm still going to root for them. So two things. Let's stop this bullshit about separating each other when it comes to black. Root for everybody that's black. Talk to my black people. Stop it. Stop it. Number two. Women, black women, I don't want to hear this protect black women bullshit no more until you start protecting each other. And you see a sister getting out of line with another sister, you put the other sister back in place. Mm. And stop doing it on a platform for the world to see. Stop doing that. Stop putting all this, you know, they they looking for that. And the minute you start posting on all these social media sites and everything, the world is looking. They're waiting and watching. Mm-hmm. And they're good at keeping receipts. Absolutely. Yeah. Screenshot, screen record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of the things. I'm sorry I started the podcast off with a rant. But good morning, y'all. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. It was heavy on my heart. Um, and I didn't even watch the race. I didn't. And... When I saw it, I said, damn, she got smoked. I said to myself, I said, damn, she got smoked. She didn't get us together. You know what I'm saying? But not one time did I think about going, ah, you know, look at her. She sucks. uh, No. She's 21. She got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty of time to get improved. 
What I, I, I knew she was gonna get. I knew she was gonna get smoked. I knew. I knew she was gonna get smoked. I knew that too. I, I felt knew it. Yeah. that those Jamaicans would listen. Let me tell you something. The same way that you're not going to beat Africans in a marathon, it's the same way unless you're an extraordinary athlete like Florence Griffin Joyner. In a Joyner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Flojo was, it's going to take an, an exceptional athlete to beat the other black people from the other lands. It's going to take that just like it's going to take an exceptional athlete to compete with the American black American basketball players, the black That's American true. football players. Yeah. You're going to have to take an exceptional athlete from one of these other lands that are black to compete. With it. That's just how it's set up for some yeah. reason. Just like Bill Glades, Florida. Hmm. You're, you, there are some exception. That's why they have the most players in the NFL to come from that small little town in South Florida out of every city in the United States that has produced the most NFL players in the league, Belgrade. So it's going to take an exceptional athlete to come through and whip or beat the black Jamaican sprinters. It's going to take an exceptional athlete to come in and beat the marathon. It's going to take an exceptional athlete to beat the black American basketball players in the Olympics. It's exceptional. Let's just say we all have superpowers. Period. We all do. That's my point. Yeah, we just all have superpowers. We like, all do. Yeah. So celebrate that shit. Because guess what? It's only what? It was only 10 people up there. So that means out of thousands and millions of people that run track, only 10 commit. <laughs> well, actually, I think it was eight or nine. Eight or nine. Eight or nine in the field. Yeah. That's probably the fastest field. I'm not going to say time. ever, but that that chick from Jamaica, she's only five what five hundredths of a second off from uh, Flojo, Flo, yeah. Flojo, mm-hmm. from from her record. So be, celebrate this stuff, man. So I'm uh, I didn't want to. <sighs> I did that. I'm looking at the time. Almost thirty minutes of me ranting. <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but I had to because I just. 30-minute rant for the 30th episode. No problem. Yeah. It's called balance. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> push in. I, I knew you were overdue for a rant. Um, <laughs> so okay. I just, I just. I'm glad I, you had great restraint this morning after yeah. what I witnessed. Uh, yeah. That's why, because I, yeah. I just, I'm still going to get her. I'm still going to get her when we get off. off. Oh, me? Yes. Uh-huh. I'm still going to get you. Because right. it's let me tell you something. You have a heart of giving. I do. And I appreciate that because I'm the same way. Yeah. However, there are some things that you just have to let. Yes. Okay. I got it. And I'm not going to say that that person would take advantage of you because I don't know that person. Oh, no, no. Nah, I don't know that. Right. Yeah. But there are times where people will. Mm-hmm. And we don't see it. We're blinded to it because we're helping that person. Right. But because I, they're close. I will say this, though. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, I have discernment. And I do, too. Right. I do, too. And However. I've, and I've been taken advantage of before now. Right. And I've allowed it. Right. Now. But there's times where you don't know until after you've realized. Touché. Right. Even Touché. with the discernment. Correct. You're right. You're right. So. Yeah. But okay. we're going we gonna to talk offline. I don't think I want to talk <laughs> offline. <laughs> Well, yeah, you do. You just didn't want to have that talk at that moment. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Mahogany, tell us what we're munching on today. All right. So we have a um, an array, a variety of Taiwanese. Oh. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, you snacks. We have. I let you just say Thai because I didn't want to okay, say Chinese. Thai snacks. I don't know Wait. about Taiwanese, but, but just say Thai, thai snacks. <laughs> But I thought it was... Di- okay. I thought it was Taiwanese. I, let me I've seen it spelled just, out. Just say Thai. Thai? Okay. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So we I don't know if you want to put that suffix on Thai. No, I think it's Taiwanese. Boom. Googled it. Um. Mm. <laughs> I just like Thai. I had so Thai food last have, night. It was magical, wasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. You had to close your eyes when you said that. Yes, you meant that. So we have Coloco Pea Crackers with Lemon Pink Salt. That's P-E-A. P-E-A. Yes. <laughs> mm. We have get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> black truffle fries. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not too. I'm not too optimistic. About we that. have right. Taiwan choco ball with peanut filling and mochi. Mm. I'm not a fan of mochi, but never had it. Oh we'll boy. see today. And then That's we have bubble tea popcorn. Um. If you are familiar with bubble tea, it's a drink with that, like almost like a coffee maybe, um, with tapioca balls in it. So they made it into a popcorn. So that should be interesting as well. What's this? And we have a black sesame cake that is really black, like black. It's blackity black, black, black. Like. Mm, Like. uh, It looked molded black. It was. It's Eddie Murphy and Charlie Mar- Murphy black before Wesley Snipes came on the scene. No Nasty. way. <laughs> you are so black whenever you touch yourself. It's like black on black crime. <laughs> That's how black that shit is. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. So, John, taste the black cake first. Please. And what we're <laughs> sipping on today, um, I did not get any alcohol because I'm having that second... Shot. Goodness. <laughs> so I got the sparkling white grape Welch's for us to sip on. It's in a very nice bottle, too. I'm not going to taste anything before I pour because guess what? Whatever tastes nasty, I want to be able to wash it down. Okay, I can't even it's so, get a clean bite. It's so thick. I'm going to have to go at this with the molars. Mm. I might chip my tooth. That's out. So which one? Y'all, y'all doing the black? Uh, the black. It's very sesame smelling. Black sesame cake. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to wait till you pour it too. I, I can't um, live my life like this. <laughs> wow. What? Look at his forehead. You got to do oh. the wrinkles. <laughs> I'm pouring a, a good amount in there because because uh, <laughs> we got some other stuff to wash down. Um, oh, go at molars. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Uh-uh. Is it that bad? I'm telling Ooh. you, if you would have gone in with your 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 front teeth, you probably would have chipped it. That's how hard it is. And all I'm going to say is, this is interesting. Well, I tell you what, I'm not looking forward to this. And 
like biting into a. I don't know. I know it's like the toast, but I can't. Oh. I just got my braces off. Man, that hurt my roots just listening to you bite to <laughs> it. All right. Um, it tastes burnt. Very much. Soy. Yeah, I can Whole do it. Soy. Okay. Um, yeah, you probably want to wash this down to the short dish, y'all. Hey, uh, salute everyone. Very dry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, it tastes a lot better than what we was just eating on. We got to try the other stuff too. So. All right. So. What's the next thing? Um, well, while we while we're trying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and go read the U.S. history. You going for the the, what, the truffle? Okay, to get it out of the way. The truffle fry. Our U.S. history fact today is Rebecca Lee Crumpler. All right, that was a big mistake. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rebecca Lee Crumpler, and this is keeping in with the theme of the U.S. history. Somebody call a doctor. Uh, well, that's <laughs> why we're doing this. 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 <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, that's horrible. Is it really bad? Uh, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Before you go into it, I just want you to, um, you grab the smallest one. What's wrong? Come on, man. So you sacrificing us. Bet. Got it. I died so you guys could live. So. <laughs> Don't worry. I grabbed a big one, too. It was, I was trying to join you, but <laughs> what had happened was. Well, we said once we heard truffle. Yeah, it was going to be bad. Um, to my Thai people. <laughs> you guys have some horrible snacks for me. Thus well, far, thus far, we only tried. We two only tried two. All right, uh, Rebecca Lee Crumpler. She is the first African American woman in the United States to earn a doctorate degree. Miss Crumpler was born in 1831 in Delaware uh, to Absalom Davis and Matilda Weber. She uh, <laughs> is it that bad? No, it was just stale. Oh yeah, it is a lot of stale stuff. <laughs> the popcorn's not bad. It's not bad. Just, just stale. It don't give you the crunch. So Miss Crumpler in 1860 was admitted to the New England Female Medical College. She graduated in 1864. Um, she was the only African-American woman to graduate from the New England Female Medical College, which closed in 1873. She did write a book called Medical Discourses. It was published in 1883. She gives a brief summary of her career path. It may be well to state here that having been reared by a kind aunt in Pennsylvania, whose usefulness in the sick was continually sought, I early conceived a liking for and sought every opportunity to relieve the sufferings of others. Later in life, I devoted my time when best I could to nursing as a business, serving under different doctors for a period of eight years from 1852 to 1860. Most of the time at my adopted home in Charleston, Middlesex County, Massachusetts. From these doctors, I received letters commending me to the, f the faculty of the New England female medical college whence four years afterwards i received a degree of doctress of medicine dr crumpler practiced in boston for a short while before moving to richmond virginia after the civil war ended in 1865 richmond she felt would be a proper field for real missionary work and one that would present ample opportunities to become acquainted with the diseases of women and children 
during my stay, there were nearly every hour was improved in that sphere of labor. The last quarter of the year 1866, I was enabled to have access each day to a very large number of the indigent and indigent and yeah, whatever indigenous. Yeah, no, I didn't say ness at the end. And others of different classes in a population of over 30,000 colored people. She joined other black physicians caring for free slaves who would otherwise had no access to medical care, working with the Freedmen's Bureau and missionary and community groups, even though black physicians experienced intense racism working in the post-war South. So she was out there helping these people. And they were still being racist. <laughs> um, hmm. Dr. Crumpler, uh, she lived from February 8th, 1831 to March 9th, 1895. Again, one of the, well, not one of the first black American woman in the United States to earn a doctorate degree. She needs to be celebrated. She needs to be talked about. Rebecca Lee Crumpler. I'm not going to read everything about her. I suggest you take a moment to look her up, look at some of the things that she did working um, with the post civil war um, with the freed slaves, helping people that did not want her help based on her color of her skin. Although she has a doctorate degree again, the first black American woman to receive her doctorate degree. That has been your U.S. history fact for today. <clears throat> nice. Fantastic. I love that. Magical. Yeah. Nothing of, you know, we always talk about some of the sufferings. And, and you know, it's good to get that out there because we need to hear of some of the things that were done that's being kept secret. But we also have so many people and so many things to be celebrated that you really don't hear anything about or you never hear anything about. So I like that. I really enjoy that. You know that. what I like? What's that? When you taste the rest of these snacks. <laughs> I had to read, you know? I'm, I'm trying to, okay, this is the popcorn thing, you right? Me too. Go ahead and get another one. Get the light one. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like those, though. I like the- I was pleasantly surprised. The PEA, the PEA crackers. Was that Coloco? <laughs> Coloco, Coloco yeah. crackers. Mm-hmm. With the, the pink, crackers. lemon pink salt. Yeah, it's all right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That is very um, marshmallowy. I didn't expect it. To yeah, that's mochi is is that. Mochi it it is took me very, a long time to eat it. <laughs> yeah, mochi is very marsh. It's not. It's like it's a chewy, chewy. Mm-hmm. very chewy. I didn't chew it. My teeth. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you like don't it? like mochi. Mm-mm. Oh no. Oh. I you actually like the mochi ball. I did too. I'll pass. It's fine. Um. <laughs> Ah, it hit me right there. Mm. <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead and get into it. The top 10 list. Oh, man. Let's do it. The oh. top 10 list that was voted on by everybody that participated on all social media platforms. Oh, before we begin, I just want to say this. Episode 30 was supposed to be part of it. It was going to be Ask Us Anything. Some of y'all are the, the, the weirdest people I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, gosh. I did a poll. Maybe a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And it was an overwhelming yes that they wanted us to do it. Ask us anything. 
and they would participate. This had to be maybe back by, no, it was before episode 20. Mm-hmm. Overwhelming. That. Overwhelming. Like, I think it was 96% to 4% of who wanted us to do an Ask Us Anything episode. And they would participate. Bruh. I called you last night. Yeah. You posted that on Friday, right? Yes. I said, hey, man, did we get any questions uh, for episode 30 that people wanted us to answer? He said, not a one. Not one. Not one. (laughs) I'm not going to harangue you guys. I'm going to look at the positive if you're just minding your business. That's it. So if you want to mind your business this weekend, that's fine. I get it. Um, (laughs) But I was actually kind of looking forward to answering some of your questions. And actually vetting some of those questions as well. (laughs) Just for the for the purpose of seeing what hilarity uh, would come through that inbox. And we weren't even given the pleasure of one Damn question. So, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to chalk that up to maybe we posted it later on in the week. I really don't know. I'm not blaming us. Mm, I like that. <laughs> I <didn't. laughs> nope. Well, I said she's not blaming us. I don't think she should. We should. I didn't say that. Well, I'm right. <laughs> I did say. All right. That's fair. <laughs> It is. That's fair. Do better, people. I'm with you, John. I was looking forward to it, right? I was really looking forward to it. Because I was like, what is going to come through? And I, we put the disclaimer out there. If you want to remain anonymous, that's fine. Nobody. And I'm just like, wow. All these people that listen to us, we're in the top 5% of the podcast world. That's out of 2.9 million podcasts. We don't, we're, we're, we're ranked 100 and what? 105 now. On Apple <laughs> in the in the entertainment area. 105. And ain't nobody got a question. Now watch. I'll be I would be I would not be shocked if all of a sudden after this episode posts, here come the questions. <laughs> and I'ma call you out by name if you send me a picture. <laughs> now you done ran them away. Now you done told that basically mm-hmm. ran them away just now. Uh, so we just appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, if you don't want to participate in that, that's fine. We'll come up with the topics. That's. But if you have any questions, uh, we, we may open it up in the future sometime. But um, based on our research and data, 96% said, yeah, yeah. we want to ask you some questions. And then when the time came. 0% said. 0% said. <laughs> Let me follow it. So I'm not going to ask a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Hey, I really did. I, I, I was looking forward to it, too. But you know what? Hey, it, it is what it is. I, I, <clears throat> I, I appreciate. We all appreciate. As John said earlier, you guys listening, downloading, supporting us. That's what I said earlier. Please make sure you review us and rate us. I Come interrupted up. you murdering the hits <clears throat> to find out if we had any questions. You did. Yes, you did. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so I will say, let's go back. Let's let's get to this top 10. I want to just get this out of the way because this was by far the bane of my existence right now. This was the toughest list that I have ever had to do 
for a top 10. It was voted on by you guys that follow us on social media. I want to give this opportunity now for you all that if you want to know what the top 10 list is and you're not on social media and you want to be involved in the voting part of that, email us at the short desk podcast at gmail.com. I'll respond with what that list is and we will then take your vote into account with um, the selections. Yeah. Cause this is the first time we actually came to a tie on That's both right. Facebook and Instagram. That's right. And instead of placing it on the same platforms, we got the tie. We went into our little group mm-hmm. uh, for the tiebreaker. Yep. And I knew exactly what their response was going to be once they went to the group and they took the more nuanced choice. I didn't think it, I thought it was going to be sneakers. Well, it was hotly con- contested between the two subjects, mm-hmm. but I, I had an idea it was going to be uh, <sighs> producers. I was hoping for me and Mahogany were hoping for sneakers. I was praying for sneakers. <laughs> me too. Like, because it just would have made my life so much easier. John, <laughs> please give us the sneakers. Right. Yeah. yeah. That wouldn't have been as difficult. Yeah. This is tough. This was very tough. Um, this top 10. It was music producers. They're not going to care. And... <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm going to try not care. to care. I need to, I, I need to down, I, I need to get that after. Well, well, let me say this. I don't care what anybody thinks as far as the list goes. I'm going to give you two shit if it is horrible from you two. But I want to <laughs> say I care because it's like there's people that I felt should have been in the top 10 that I left off, but I couldn't, <laughs> I could not look at it and go, oh, I'll put you over this person. It was very, very tough. And I'm looking back at it and I'm like, man, maybe I should not put that person there. But is as you guys like to say, it's my list. Right. I get a, a load of honorable mentions that I am going to put out there. <laughs> Steph, Shoot. be quiet because you're going to get them. <laughs> I just don't even I, like I don't I only went with who I was familiar with. I know it's going to be some people that I don't because, you know, you don't. It's so many people putting out good music mm-hmm. or music in general. You don't know who produced what now. Correct. So I only went with what I was familiar with. So That's fine. I don't have a damn to give anyway, but it's fine. It's fine. So we're going to do things. <laughs> I heard different. that the other day, but it wasn't Dan was the other one. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zero. So. <laughs> so let's do this in reverse. We're going right. to start with John. We, we never really start with him with these top 10. So we're going to oh. start John and work our way around to Mahogany than myself. So, John, do you have any honorable mentions? And then after you give your honorable mentions, then go for number 10. Lord have mercy. Woo. Uh, my Man. head is uh, that is really a painful one. I could tell spinning right now. Yeah. All right. Got to be a thug about it. All right. So, my honorable mentions. Um, I actually uh, when putting together this list, I completely forgot about um one of these gentlemen. Um, but Scott Storch is one of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. And uh, KLC is also one of my honorable. Days. Oh, you mm-hmm. left off KLC. Okay, who is that? From one of the groups that you didn't you don't, like. you don't care for. You okay, that's fine. Go ahead, <laughs> carry <KLC>. on. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I'm going to get to my painful uh, list here of top <laughs> producers. Mm-hmm. So um, once again, do not harangue me. <laughs> um, for my life choices and my uh, decisions in reference to this list. Number 10, Little John. 
Okay, this is my number 10. Mahogany, honorable mentions, and number 10. <laughs> wow. My, <laughs> my honorable mentions are um, oh, Neo, Manny Fresh, and Lil John. Oh, all right. You said Neo? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Number 10. Diddy. Okay. Mm. I have a reason. All right. I just don't think he's consistent enough with okay. his artists. Okay. And that's it. Last night. <laughs> so my honorable mentions is long, <clears throat> and I'm okay with that. Steph is not going to be happy. She will be fine. Heavy D. DJ Quick. Brian Michael Cox, Dream of a Doll, Tim and Bob, Ninth Wonder, Jazzy Faye, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, Swiss Beats, David Banner, DJ Premier, Rodney Jerkins, Organized Noise, um, Just Blaze. That's the one that I really struggled with. How is he not on your top 10? I know. Quincy Jones. How is Quincy Jones not on your top 10? And Dr. Dre. Judd has pushed the microphone away from himself. And um, you're an adult, and I respect all your decisions. I respect your list. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) I will tell you that I'm one of the biggest Dr. Dre fans. Oh. I also forgot Lil John. He's honorable mention. Okay. Number 10. Manny Fresh. He's number 10. I respect that. He's number 10 because any one producer can carry a whole label for as long as he did by himself. Deserves to be on someone's top 10 list. He carried it single-handedly. He carried and he produced, in my opinion, the greatest album ever created from front to back. 400 Degrees degrees is the greatest album ever made from track one to track 17, I believe it is, ever made. Ever. Even the interludes Mm. at the at the club. You baka da asa, wody san, and then it led into one of my favorite songs when they were trying to get into the club, and then it just seamlessly went into that song. Yeah, okay. Number ten, Manny Fresh. Hmm. What you got for number nine, John? I got a uh, Boy Wonder. Ah oh, man, I forgot about Boy Wonder. <clears throat> Boy Wonder. Okay. I didn't believe he had such a, a huge cachet of uh, artists that he actually uh, produced for. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's my number nine, Mr. Boy Wonder from Kingston. Oh. Hey. What you got, Mahogany? For number nine, I got uh, Jermaine Dupri. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Number nine, I got the whole Beats by the Pound. Again, if you can single-handedly carry a label that's what beats by the pound did moby dick klc all of them that produced for no limit 
which was a big part of my, you know, growing up. I know Mahogany couldn't stand them. That's okay. Percy, no. It's okay. I, it's, I mean, hey. That's okay. You're an adult and I respect right. your decisions. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> number, nine, number nine is Beats by the Pound. What you got for number eight? Uh, number eight, I have uh, Just Blaze. Who happened to Just be Blaze? Uh, honorable mentions. Wow, thanks. I appreciate that. It was very hard to put Just Blaze in honorable mentions. He has produced some of the best music ever. <clears throat> and he's worked with people from Mariah Carey to Memphis Bleak, Jay-Z. <sighs> oh, my God. Don't make me feel bad about my decision because I really struggle with Just Blaze and Who Dr. Dre not being on this list. Joe Button. Wow. Okay. The Game. Eminem. Oh, he's produced for everybody. T.I. Dr. Dre. Man, you really making me feel bad about Kanye West, Touch the Sky. Come on, man. Please. I don't need to hear this anymore. Public service announcement interlude. Jay Z. Mahogany, you're number eight, please. Honorable mention. It's just Blaze. Wow. Wow. She has no F's to give, honestly. Wow. And I respect that. It's definitely just Blaze. Wow. So y'all both gonna make me feel. I just did a look away, and my man. my my laptop shut down, so I knew that one. <laughs> wow, with my list on it. So. Wow. It. I mean, it did something funky. I don't know what's <laughs> going on, but it's upset with me right now. Hmm. Number eight for me <laughs> is Game. the whole the Hitman team. That was the production team that included P Diddy. And Stevie J and Ron Amin Lawrence and Chucky Thompson, who just passed away, um, they produced all of the hits for Bad Boy and for other artists. Mm. Uh, So all your favorite songs that you heard from Notorious B.I.G., Diddy himself, you know, Mace, all of those people came from the hitmen. So, um, yeah, that's my number eight. Number seven. My number seven is Quincy Jones. Mm. Um, wow. Mm. Who's also on your uh, wow honorable mentions list? Wow. <laughs> Just wow. that Thriller album alone. Wow. Producing all those hits <sighs> from front to back. Wow. Wow. The baby is mine, or something like that, man. And all the the cachet of artists he's worked with. Wow, you know um, that off the wall album. Mm. Mm. So uh, that's my. Uh, we're on number seven. So Quincy Jones. Wow, number seven, Mahogany. It's also Quincy Jones. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, um, definitely Quincy Jones. That's undeniable. Ooh, wow. I, I I don't want you to feel bad. I just want you to rethink things after which, you know, I mean, this is your list, though. And it again, is. Please. You're an adult and I respect your decisions. Are you guys really, are you guys going to respect me? Are you respecting me? I, I am being respectful. I didn't wow. give you any, any mess about it or any of the things. I'm just, I looked away from you, as I stated. I saw that. My number seven. I was wondering why you looked away from me, but I should have known. Uh yeah. You know, he actually uh, did some production <laughs> on the Bad Album, too. He did. Wow. Did you guys get together and do this list together? No, no we didn't. No. no. Actually, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Number seven for me, <laughs> Teddy Riley. 
Jam. Oh, oh jam. 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 Okay. <laughs> Teddy Riley, you know. Mm. Guy, Black Street, Bobby Brown. Black Street alone. Keith Sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's done it all. He's done it all. Had one of the funniest verses I've ever seen. And he had his little production crew set up in the early parts of the pandemic and had to bet the worst Wi-Fi reception. Uh, he mad at somebody. And he became that meme when he was standing there with his hands on his hips. Oh my gosh. Man, like Jump over there choking, y'all. I drink some water. <laughs> <laughs> Drink some water, John. This guy had the worst Wi-Fi I've ever seen. You're a multi-millionaire. Uh, I don't know if there was a snowstorm. No extra on routers or any of those. No like you had no, no routers. No snowstorm. <laughs> oh, horrible fiber optics network. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, buddy, oh. his, his 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 friend was dancing and everything. That was a vibe with him. <laughs> Man, look. <laughs> If you don't have a friend that hype you up like that, that ain't your friend. That's not your friend. <laughs> he was fully committed to. And, no, and nobody. <laughs> bro, they got to redo that versus just, just so really he could be on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> he looked very much uncomfortable. Ah. Oh, that was my number seven, Teddy Riley. God. What you got for number six, John? I got Manny Fresh as my number six. Yes. Boom, boom, bop. Oh man! Hey, I did have Manny Fresh on my list. Hey, he's on your list. He's number ten once again. I much respect for that. Big timers, Little Wayne, Hot Boys. He even had his own album. I like that album too. The Mind of Manny Fresh, uh, something like that. Did Wayne write that album? Oh man, with him. uh, What was that? (laughs) I think my favorite song on that was uh, "Shake It, Shake It Fast" or something like. Not "Shake It Fast," but no, um, that ain't it. That ain't that. It was mystical, but that was mystical. But um. I know it what was, song you're talking it, it about. It was uh, Little Mo yes. and um, God. Uh, it, it was the remake. Anthony of, Hamilton. Was it the remake? Make It Last. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it was uh, Shake That Ass, I think is yes. what it was called. Your mama going to get you watch. I'm sorry. Uh, what are we on? Six? Yes. <laughs> I'm back this, in the game now, I'm Coach. I got it. <laughs> <sighs> what you got? It's John's turn, isn't it? He, he already gave it. it. Mm, he said, Manny. We get so excited. Okay, wow. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Mm-hmm. He ain't no producer. He's not? No. That's fine. Kanye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. Wait. I got. It's okay. Kanye. It's only entertainment. <laughs> right. Uh, Jay-Z Thank you Mahogany. I don't know why I said So that. now I feel bad uh, Now I don't feel too bad About my honorable mentions You shouldn't uh, <laughs> Number six Gamble and Huff That's old school he, They're the ones That produce all of the Teddy Pendergrass OJ's uh, oh. Gladys Knight The 70s soul sound Came wow. from Gamble and Huff That I Philly know. The I- Philly Soul sound from the seventies, oh, okay. Gamble and Huff. Somebody's gonna get me a stylistics. Hey, <laughs> Gamble. And Damn. Huff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gamble and Huff. I redeemed myself on that one. <laughs> they created a whole sound for a generation. Yes, sir. Gamble and Huff. That still lives to this day. Leon Gamble and Kenny Huff. I think I got it right. Or is it the other way around? 
You'll figure it out. It's Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff. Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff. Yes. Didn't know. Yes. Number six, that's me. Mm-hmm. I feel good now. You should, because I really I'm, messed that up. <laughs> damn, because wow. that sure would have been on my list wow. if I would have known uh, about Gamble uh, and Huff. Wow. I knew about the artists and the songs. I didn't know about that. You didn't know who was no, the producer. No. Damn it. Let me tell you something. Now, they didn't have the best business practices because they... <laughs> That's not what we're ranking. They though. got sued a lot. We're not ranking that. Um, but Gamble and Hub, Kenny Gamble, they wrote for The Intruders, uh, which, you know, you don't know too much about them. But OJs, Wilson Pickett, Nancy Wilson, Harold Melvin, and the Blue Notes. Ben... Mrs. Jones, <laughs> Jones, Jones. Okay, um, yeah, that's that's who they that's who they wrote for. I mean, that's who they produce for. I'm not going to just say wrote, but they also produce. So mm. that Philly soul '70s sound that was out during the '70s was uh, Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff. So that's my number six. Number five, John. What you got? I got Kanye. All right, Kanye West. The fire. Mm. <clears throat> when I was working at Sea I used to sing that in the back of the tram. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when people was going to that far, the the furthest uh, lot uh, from the park, mm. um, we would normally give like certain cues and commands to tell the tram operator to go. Wait a minute, Sea World got had trams. Yeah, they don't have it now. Budget cuts. Wow. <clears throat> All right. But yeah, we used to sing that in the back of the tram. Because um, <laughs> it'd be boring just sitting there just saying commands all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say, hey, John, I need you to keep it lively. So whatever you got. Nobody told me to stop singing. You just kept I on just with kept it. kept on with it. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. So I'm back in the game. I got it. <laughs> Let's see what, what rapper Mahogany has at number five for producer. <laughs> number five. <laughs> Very subtle flick off. <laughs> Very covert. Uh, I didn't even notice it. Uh, mm. Number five. Dr. Dre. Mm. And, and, and it went so well with the middle finger because I had him on my honorable mentions too. It did. Wow. Okay. It's fine. I need my nails redone so it'll make, have more of an effect next time. <sighs> <laughs> I don't see any problems with your nails. Nothing wrong. No, they're scratched up. Men don't understand. No, What'd don't. you say? You're right. I'm staying out of that company. Ashy, man. Thank you. And I am ashy this morning, so I'm. I'm a little dusty myself, but still. Ah! <laughs> uh, number five, Timberland. He is my number five. I, he, I was. I was actually. They released that Aaliyah um, album on streaming finally. Uh, one in a million, and it just brought back like, four page letter was my favorite Leah song of all time. Well, I don't know. I take that back. There's a song that she did. What's the name of that song from the Friday, the next Friday soundtrack? Um, no, that's um, uh, if I let you go. No, nobody. Oh, uh, jeez. If I if I hear it. I, I gotta find it. That's my favorite Aaliyah song. That song. Then the, you said the Nutty track. Professor soundtrack. No, it was from uh, Next Friday. Next Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna. Yeah, I don't wanna be alone. He produced that one. No, he didn't. 
But I'm just saying. You just talking about her catalog. I'm just talking about her catalog. Oh yeah, that was one. Of, that was my favorite song in the whole album. Yeah. That next Friday yeah. um, album or yeah. soundtrack rather. Next Friday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite three, yeah. Aaliyah song. So that's my number five producer, Timbaland. He's done a lot of great work for pretty much everybody. So he's number five, though. Number four, Swiss Beats is my number four. Hmm. Wow, he ran into the mic. <laughs> yes, Mahogany. My get it on the floor. Get it, get it on the floor. Wow, both Swiss, of y'all. Swiss Beats. I, I think you guys did get together and write this list. No, because clearly I wouldn't have had a rapper. Go. <laughs> yes. We didn't. Go. <laughs> right? Bouncing this one. Wow. So can I say this about Swiss Beats? He's a, he is on my honorable mentions. I don't really care for his hip-hop work. I like his R&B work better. We know. Wow. <laughs> I can tell he was... I mean, this isn't a hip-hop. This is all... Well, he did work music. with Beyonce. Yep. Eve. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. DMX, mm-hmm. Styles P, Lil Wayne, Drag On, Fabulous. Drag On, man. Yeah. I love that guy. Swiss, Rough Riders, Swiss Maya. Oh, yeah. That's why I said I love his R&B Oh, that's word. the oh, yeah? The <laughs> N-O-R-E. Yeah, he did do Nori. The Locks. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Big Time. Wow. Love that song. Yes, it's your theme song. <laughs> Remy Ma. Mm. T.I. Rubber Band Man. Even Gwen Stefani. He did. <clears throat> Honorable mention for me. I think you guys have it out for me. Though. That's fine. So that was both of you guys number. Did I say Beyonce? Four. Yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> Mario. I'm not doing. I'm not going to do that. Um, we I'm going to let John do it though. Chris Brown. Gosh. Okay. Drake. I get it. I, I should have had him on my list. Drake. I don't think he did, but you did twice. I think you now. guys got him a little bit too high. I will say that. I mean, that's fine. It is your list. It, it is sucks, definitely our but list. it's your list. He's too high, and you guys didn't even have Gamble and Huff on there. Wow. Um, sir. Again, <laughs> I stated that once I, again I wasn't <laughs> in the realm of the learned at that time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's my excuse. And my grandma listened to gospel music all day, every day. So. Right. But she probably had a gospel produced Gamble and Huff song. <laughs> Find it for me, please. <laughs> oh, God. Number four. She for said, me. Find it for me. <laughs> Number four for me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You Was it gospel music all day, every day? Um, it, it was that or nothing. Right there, okay. Yeah. Um, but when I left the house, though. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> you know. Hey. How far in the house? Did you, from from the house did you have to? Have to uh, like my school, I was bused. I went to uh, a magnet school for music, mm-hmm. so uh, I was bused like an hour and twenty minutes from home. Woo. Oh, okay. So Every you had plenty morning. of time to get it in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. See, cause um. Oh, when you got back. That Walkman should be on AM radio. Was it oh, no, it wasn't. It, no, um, it was just listening to other people. So oh, okay. I wasn't even allowed to buy that. I didn't have a cell phone until oh, okay. I was 20. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you didn't even get the CD player? Oh, no. When I was grown in, enough to buy one. Yeah. It was yeah. the same thing with my clothes. When I was old enough to buy them, I could buy what I wanted. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I got a job. When you in my house. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's number a whole four. other episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is an episode. That's a whole other thing. You know that <clears throat> when, y'all said, when you said Maya with Swiss Beats, he produced my favorite song from Maya, which is um, the song with Jada Kiss. Mm. 
You know what I'm talking about? I I can't think of the name of it. God, why am I not remembering the name of these songs? (laughs) She did the remix with Jay-Z for that song. Why why the hell can I not think of it? I know it's from the Fear of Flying album. Man, go ahead and look it up, Mahogany. Was that Best of Me? Best of Me, yes. That's my favorite Maya song. Mm -hmm. The original. I like the remix, too. But that original, oh, man. With Jadakiss, it goes so hard. All right, number four I for me. I did a song with Silk the Soccer, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. She did. She did two. She did two. Uh huh. She did. Um, it was on her album. Uh, was it somebody like me? Somebody like me was from Silk's album, and then her own album. Moving she, on. Moving on. Okay. Yep. I used to there you her. go. <clears throat> Number four for me is Chad Hugo and Pharrell Williams, the Neptunes. They have produced for any and everybody. Any and every song you have heard has come from the Neptunes, I guarantee it. Neptunes. They make like the best beats ever. Yes. And I like the fact that a lot of these producers, especially when we were growing up, you can tell which producer produced what song versus now. You can. Uh, Unless they yell out their name. I do like Metro Boom and want some more... (laughs) Metro! And they'd be like, this is London on the track. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, London. Got it. <laughs> but I do like I do I do like Metro. Trust you. I'm a shoot. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. You could tell and the beats sound different. But yeah. I forgot about them. Yeah, I did too, because I do like Metro and I do like London when he does music um with uh his baby mama. Mm. <laughs> Number three, John, what you got? Mm. <laughs> 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 like you just couldn't say her name, bro. Like you had to say his baby mama. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Hey. Okay. Timberland's my number three. Great choice. Mm. Great, great choice. Oh god! I had Tim at number five, but hey, he's on my list. Oh. He's not my honorable mention. <laughs> I'm glad he's on the list. Yeah, Timbaland is also my number three. Man, come on now! I promise you. I Listen, this was not this, this was not scripted. It really uh, wasn't. You know, usually we don't. Much we don't of a do coincidence this. here. Mm-mm. She was never contacted while I was putting together this list. She didn't contact me. We didn't text. We didn't Mm-mm. DM. No, this is this is completely I just, organic. And I. And as a matter of fact, my my list got switched around bef- this morning before I got here. Mm. So okay, all right, uh, yeah. Number three, Babyface. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let it seep in. Mm. Babyface has produced from the eighties to right, now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna um yeah I'm gonna absorb you from. Thank you. Thank you. All the shade I've been throwing. This, Thank you. This entire segment. Thank you. So, um, I will. Um, if you have a favorite R and B song, nine times out of ten, Babyface produced it. So I'm going to stand down, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate. As that. I should. Thank you. Babyface is number three. Number two. What you got, John? For number two, I know it ain't Babyface. It ain't Babyface. <laughs> Um, Neptunes, Pharrell Williams. Not a bad choice. <clears throat> a lot of songs. 
I was just fretting. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't. Well, I can sing, y'all. I just can't sing well. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> so that's me. <laughs> I'll be damned. What? Neptunes? No. Oh, no. Wow. Okay. Remember I said I forgot about them? Yes, right. You did. I got Robert Kelly. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah, he has produced a lot. I got Robert Kelly. He has produced a lot. He produced his own stuff, too. Aura. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I forgot about that. Man, I tell you what. I can't. I I, I should have put him on my list because he, yeah. Are you trying to say R? Aura. Aura. <laughs> I knew what I was saying. No, I know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Man, did y'all hear about. Some of the stuff that's coming out of his trial? Nope, because no. I don't follow it. Nope, Ooh. I'm tired. I'm tired. After I watched the, uh, the documentary Just, thing, I was like, come on. Can you, give, can you give us an abridged version? of? Uh, yes. Yeah. So it was stated that he he did indeed marry Aaliyah when she was 15. And the reason why he married her, because there was the thought that he had impregnated her when he was 27. And also he had gonorrhea and was knowingly... Uh, infecting women without letting them know. Well, not women, girls, children. Yes. Uh, yeah. So those things have come out. His lawyer was trying not to get the thing, uh, a motion in place for the Leah news not to come out because they didn't want that to be known, but it came out anyways. So he did indeed marry her. And because on the fact that uh, under the guise that, they thought that she was pregnant, and of course they did get it annulled. The parents did push for it to get it annulled. So yeah, a lot coming out. Um, one of the young ladies, part of the trial, said when she was little, um, when she was a kid, he would have her dress up as a Girl Scout to perform sexual acts. I'm glad his music is great because. Um <clears throat> yes, there's no way I can really spin this. Shit. Well, I don't defend his actions. I don't. No, actions, I, no. I, I love his music. I, yeah, love his the music. music but we it's can't. Fantastic. <laughs> but yeah. that shit. Yeah. What sixth grade or middle school graduation? <laughs> Ain't saying I can fly. Man. <laughs> well, something. Fuck. <laughs> right. It, it is. It is. It I'm is, sorry, Mama. It's sick. It is sick. Um. You've been messing up today, John. I just said it once today, I think. But you've been saying other things. He has. I'm and you, and I'm you, start and you said. I didn't. Oh, yes, I did earlier. You uh, said you weren't. But it's, you, been, it's been very infrequent. Okay. But that's still your mama. Have respect, John, as I should, too, because man will hem me up at any time about that. All right. Number two for me is Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree created a sound. I don't think he gets enough credit. He is the architect for the Atlanta sound and Atlanta music that came out with So So Deaf. Starting off first with Criss Cross, then The Brat. Then he produced masterpieces for Usher. 8701 and oh, Confessions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to do the stank face. Ooh. Ooh. He produced those albums. Even the biggest Mariah Carey hits were produced by Jermaine Dupree. 
Monica hits Jermaine Dupree. Uh, yeah, he has. He's he he had he hasn't produced anything lately, but he had the Golden Touch. Hell, Bow Wow, Bow Wow was running rampant. <laughs> um, Escape. Oh, he did Escape. He yeah, he's just um, he's very underrated, in my opinion. And I believe that without him, Atlanta never would have gotten off the ground. He had the so-so deaf base all-stars. My boo, Jermaine Dupree. About to go down DJs. Yeah. So. Because at one point, Atlanta was the epicenter of. Still is, really. Hmm. It still is. I can't. I mean, all the music sounds the same, but that's the Atlanta sound that we hear from all the rappers now. It's Atlanta. That trap music. Mm-hmm. Atlanta has the South has been in control of hip hop for the past twenty years. I would say twenty one years, twenty one, twenty two years. The South has dominated. It's been longer than that, I think. I would say around about two thousand ninety nine, two thousand. But you say the South as a whole. The South as a whole. So no limit. <clears throat> cash money. No limit cash so money. Louisiana, I'll just say this whole state of Louisiana. Then Atlanta. Georgia. You had Tennessee. Trick Daddy. <coughs> uh here. Tennessee. Florida. Yep. I mean, Virginia is considered the South. So you got Timber. Timberland and the Neptunes. Missy. Missy. Yeah. Mm. Texas came through. Can't forget Texas. So it just kinda I, I think it, it start it started. With Outkast winning at the Source Awards and Dre telling everybody that the South got something to say when they got booed. And from that point on, it's, you know, other than the occasional spurts from Jay-Z and 50 Cent and Ja Rule and, you know. I can't believe you threw him in there, but okay. Well, Ja Rule rule now for a couple of years now. We All can't right, deny Jeffrey, that now. With Jeffrey. All right. He did rule. I know his name is Ja Rule, but he did. No you pun got, intended. I you you got to think about it now. They had a plethora of hits that came through from Murder, Inc. for a good little while there with Ja Rule and Ashanti. You couldn't turn on the radio without Right, he ja had always on time and stuff. Always. I mean, on time with his hits. Down ASS. Yes. I like how you sounded, spelled it out. Uh, Very respectful. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that, that was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, number two for me is Jermaine Dupree. Very highly <clears throat> underrated. And he put um, TLC. I forgot he produced TLC too. Who? Jermaine Dupree. Oh, yeah. He helped produce him. <laughs> oh my God. You know who I forgot to add on this list? Dallas Austin. <gasps> and he's like phenomenal. Yeah. I just watched his 80. He had an interview on 85 South. Really, it he was did? two hours long, but it, his stories because you know he's worked with James Brown, yeah. Prince, well, everybody. You know, um, the Nick Cannon movie is based on him. Ah. Um, what's the movie called where he was the drummer? Drumline. That's based on Dallas Austin. I got a question. Yeah. No, wait. Let me just Google it first. I don't want to embarrass myself. I already said Jay Z. Well, since you're doing that, <laughs> let's get to number one. All right. John, what's your number one? Dr. Dre. Wow, he said that with authority. Like, yeah, you give him off your list as Dr. Dre. Baby face. Mm. 
So you didn't keep Babyface off your list. Okay. Hell no. Nah. All right. N.W.A. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whole bunch of Drake. Is he is he paint producer? Cause he is. Yes, he is. He he. I forgot. He's a producer. So here's the thing about Dr. Dre. <laughs> your thing about Dr. Dre. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm speaking facts. Okay, okay, okay. He is a great arranger. He arranges the music. I found out later on in life that he's not really the producer. Sometimes he is, but he arranges everything because a lot of his music was produced by Scott Storch. You know who else produces a lot of that music from the West Side that we all love and we thought it was Dr. Dre? Daz from the Dog Pound. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at Chuck's face. <laughs> yeah, Daz produces a lot of that stuff that we think is Dr. Dre. <laughs> that Corrupt album, man. Yeah. Snoop's album. Daz is a... Oh, my God. Daz Dillinger. I am so... Listen, folks, I'm glad that... You know, we, you're really getting caught up in our conversation, right? I left somebody off my top 10 list... And usually I'll come back an episode or two later and say, oh, I got to add them in here. Mm-hmm. But I'm adding this this into my top 10 list. And what I'm going to have to do is probably knock down, put them probably at number. Oh, my God. I'm probably going to, have to take Beats by the Pound off and move Manny Fresh up to nine and put them at number 10. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm rearranging right now as we speak. Clearly. Number 10 <laughs> for me, Justice League. Justice League. How did I forget Justice How did we forget Justice League? The live instrumental. They make the sound. Oh, listen. Maybach music. Yes. Okay. And they produce for so many other people too. But yeah, Justice League is in my top 10. They're number 10 for me. I am so sorry. Kanye, you little man. Wow. So yeah, I had to go back and put him back in. I just thought about that as we were talking. I second that. And Ricky Rose. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> my number one. Wow. It's Kanye West. Uh, Kanye West has produced my favorite songs from my favorite artists. I don't believe at one time I always thought the best Jay-Z track was on a Timbaland track. Nope. I always thought the best Jay-Z track was on a Ninth Wonder track. Nope. I thought the best Jay-Z track was on a Just Blaze. Very close, but nope. The best Jay-Z track is from Kanye West. Um, the best Alicia Keys song ever made, You Don't Know My Name, oh. Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Both of y'all. <laughs> Boy, look. Uh, me and Steph had that debate. The uh, mini about debate, relatable music? A oh. mini debate the other day that we, you know, we almost... But I do believe there's there's in my opinion, if they if Jay-Z say, hey, I want to do a versus, there are a few people that would be able to hang with him. Like Lil Wayne, I think, could hang with him based upon hits. Mm-hmm. But you don't mind I, if I take this in the last motion. Oh, know? I don't. Yeah. Okay. I do not believe that he would be able to defeat Kanye because Kanye has produced not just his own songs. That, that his first three albums, first three or four albums are masterpieces, in my opinion. Uh, college Dropout, Last Registration. I can't deny that about him. <laughs> masterpieces. Uh, 
that song that he did for Lil Wayne, one of my favorite Lil Wayne songs, <laughs> is Comfortable with Babyface. Oh, my God. That was Kanye West. Yes. Huh? Yes. Well, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to dig into Kanye's bag. His, I will. This, he's, he's a little off. Not I'm a little. He's off. Pre-Kardash. I will say that I believe a lot of that is a tribute to his mother unexpectedly passing away uh, because he did not show those things. But I look at it like this. Imagine going to all these major labels and they telling you that you're not good enough. Stick to producing. You're not good enough to now being the richest man in, in rap music. Right. <laughs> Imagine being able to produce just as good as you rap. That's a gift. That's a talent, you know, but yeah, I, I just looked at every song that he's produced outside of himself. And I'm like, man, he's produced pretty much all of my favorite songs, you know, from these different artists. And I, as bad as a rapper as Alicia Keys gets, she can't sing no more after she took that man, if she took that man from that lady Swiss Beats, you know, um, uh, cursed um, her voice. Um, <laughs> hey, that's the, uh, uh, that's the rumor. Uh, uh, that's the rumor. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's not what we gonna spread now. Look, hey, but hey, you don't know my name. Very much. True. Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I sing that now, real loud in the shower by myself when nobody home. Listen, I play it. I play it and I sing it. Okay, With the vocals in it. Oh, good. yeah. So he's he's done a lot of the the common out when common made a kind of a comeback those those two albums Kanye produced those John Legend when he first came on the scene when he was good oh man Kanye produced those um, just a lot of big moves and and artists that he yeah yeah so that's my that's my number one <clears throat> I. He went from, you know, the samples he used to do. In the beginning, I'm going to play a, um, I'm going to send you like a YouTube clip of these samples that he took, these obscure samples from songs you would never listen to on your own. And you're like, oh my God, that is a, that is a sample for this song of his. You know, it's just, it's a gift. So yeah, he's my number one. Respectfully. I, yeah. yeah, definitely. Thank you. So that was nice. That was cool. I wanted to get the most painful part out of the way because that top 10 producers list was painful. It's still yes, a little, little painful because I know it's a lot that I missed. Yeah. I, well, you saw I came back and added Justice League. <laughs> I had to. It's like. I, I could not forget. I, I Listen. Justice League. Justice League. Yes. Okay. When you hear that, especially on a Rick Ross song, you know. It's the both. <laughs> Swimming in the women. Boy, listen. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can show you. Do you feel good about your list, John? No. Okay. I told you I didn't feel good about <laughs> when, when I first put together. Putting put, put together the... Uh, comp- comprising the list producers was difficult. Mm-hmm. But then trying to group them and then knowing I left so many other producers that were deserving of being on this list. So mm-hmm. makes me feel kind of ill. Why do you feel ill about that? Let's uh, talk about I that. think it was a truffle fries. That too. <laughs> what, what about it made you ill? Uh, 
probably just my uh, naivete and just consuming the music and not um, finding out the uh, the people who, not just necessarily lyrics, but the uh, the compositions uh, that go along with it and uh, who put together some of these classic uh, beats and uh, me not knowing. I, I, I just wish I knew, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Um, but some of the people, you know, I didn't even have Babyface on my uh, comprised list. Right. Unfortunately. Damn, so. I'm tired of hitting the microphone. That's okay. Well, I ran into my nose first. It's okay to hit the microphone. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, when you th- when you think about so much production that goes into music, it's a long list of things. And there's plenty of people that we left off that list that could have been added. We needed we needed a top 20 for that one. Probably did. We, but, we really did. You know, that was the most painful one that I've done thus far. Very painful. Extremely painful. Okay. And I don't even think 20 would probably would have been enough. You're right. I don't think 20 would have been enough. I, I, I would have had a better chance. Yeah, you probably. But it still would have been hard to put them in place, like like. But that would have been more difficult putting twenty on the list. We're just saying it would be easy because we wouldn't be leaving that many producers out with the the top twenty list. But it would have been more difficult to comprise that top twenty list. Yeah, in my opinion, I will tell you that. I will tell you this. I felt good that uh, the way where I had them placed. Like I'm looking back, and I'm like, ah, except for going back adding Justice League, but I would have felt better if we had top twenty. <laughs> but the thing it, is, I forgot you, all about Justice League, uh, and I listened to a whole lot of Ross's stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's Miami, like yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's, I mean, that's, you know, we're not perfect. No, we're not. In the in 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 the tracks that he has on that his his that Maybach music cachet, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Classics, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got May, it's Maybach music one through seven, I think, or Listen, five or six. Or something didn't like that. we, uh, when we went to uh Atlanta mm-hmm. a few years ago? Mm-hmm. I think that's all we listened to. Yep, you're right, was Ross's music. Yep, absolutely. And if it wasn't every track, but every other track was probably a, a Justice League uh produced song. Yep, yep, his, his best that whole music trip, Justice League, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Hmm. That was fun. I Before we get out of here, um, I, I did want to briefly touch on a little bit of a news that's been coming out about the celebrities not bathing. You nasty <laughs> So first it was reported by Mila Kunis and her husband Ashton Kutcher that they do not bathe unless necessary and they do not bathe their kids unless necessary. Then Jake Gyllenhaal came out and said, hey, I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't bathe either. He doesn't bathe. He doesn't bathe all the time. He doesn't bathe all the time. Uh, Brad Pitt said he got six kids. All he did was take baby wipes. My eyes And now this one that came out, I'm okay with because they say he doesn't have an odor. Everybody that's worked with him say he doesn't have an odor or anything. But Matthew McConaughey doesn't use deodorant. Which I mean, you can do that. When I was vegan, I I, absolutely I I barely had to if ever only if I was outside. That's what I heard because your body's clean from the inside out. That's what I heard. So I'm okay with that. But the not bathing unless necessary. And when they said not necessary, they didn't mean like, oh, 
it's six o'clock. I need to go bathe. They mean, oh, last time I bathed was Monday and it's now Thursday evening. Maybe I should bathe in the morning on Friday. Thoughts. That's Nasty. Right. Some of them. <laughs> 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 I, you know, it's nothing like some hot water and soap on my ass when I'm bathing. So yes, I just, I, I, I mean, to each, each, I don't have to deal with them. I don't have to be around them. Mm-hmm. Um, my nose is very um, hypersensitive, mm-hmm. so if I smell it, I could taste it. So I could never be around them, mm. and that's no good. Um, I mean, you know, but who am I? They're rich. Like they can do what they want to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I mean. I like soap. <laughs> mm. I, li- I like showers and suds and, you know, mm-hmm. lather. Mm-hmm. Um, I hoard soap, actually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just going to say to each his own, mm-hmm. um, what they slink asses. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I don't have to be around people like that. And I'm glad all the people in my circle and that are in my life like to bathe. Joe? That, that's it. <laughs> I'm going to try to be as diplomatic with my speech as possible. Because London's baby mama don't bathe either. Who? London on the track's baby mama. <clears throat> so... Well, clearly somebody like it. She a baby mom. Oh, God. <laughs> Do better, Summer. Go ahead. Seriously? <laughs> that shit just, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say. Once again, they're grown. They're grown adults. They can do what they want, but obviously they're comfortable being uncomfortable. I'm just, you know, trying to process this in my head so after you do a number two mm-hmm. and you just wipe yourself and then you go on about your day for days mm. at some point uh-uh, that's, that spit <laughs> is going to get itchy well is, baby, that, the, is that the cue maybe that's them? the cue that may be the cue hey it's day three after, even after i do just one i'm like i gotta go in there yeah handle that yes um yes and then not the wall you know Kids get into everything, especially little kids, and not to bathe them in soap and water for days until you recognize a stench is alarming to me. But once again, it's not something for me to understand because I don't have to live there. And as Mahogany said, I don't have to be around them because if I did be around, if I was around them, I'd have to go ahead and take a shower. Because I'm probably going to smell something. Mm. If I can get a whiff of it, then that means it's permeating my body too. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you smell you before anybody else does. So. Correct. Yeah. So and I don't there, want anyone. threshold I, then? They got a pretty strong threshold. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Can't do it. Mm-mm. Apparently. Mm. They All they do is what? Wash their hands? Wow. If that. I don't know if they do that. Baby wipes. We got that COVID. only covers so much. But we got COVID out here like. Mm. Well, COVID is in the building. God bless. God bless. 
Yeah. Not even COVID can prompt you to say, maybe I need to wash. I don't know. Maybe they maybe feel I like need to wash washing. a little bit more frequently. Maybe they're... maybe I need to use soap. These baby <laughs> wipes are not going to be sufficient enough to get all this funk and bacteria off my body. Mm. Nope. I'm just going to lay But they right. sell adult wipes. Yes. You know. And that means. Maybe they're training for something. I know sometimes when people in the field or they. All I can say, they must have the strongest uh, immune systems on the planet. Got to be. Have to. Mm. Maybe that's what they're building. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to. I don't know. It's not. It, you know what? It's not and for you know me what? to understand. That, you know what? That's that's respectable. That's, that's maybe that's they're com- trying to. That's commendable. I just can't do that at all ever. I can't, um, I can't do that. I'm not built for it. I. Uh, so we, wait a minute. <laughs> so then you wearing the same are you are they wearing the same undergarments day that has nothing to do with what we're talking about i don't know I, i'm not i'm not asking i'm i don't want to know and i don't want to know but we're not going to make sense of this we're not we, we never so stop it's okay <sighs> it's all right john it's, it's, it's okay it's okay i got i have so many questions and you, are, won't <laughs> you won't get the answers. You won't well get articulated, it. sir, because I can't. I can't come up with any of them. I just know in the black community, mm-hmm. we washing our asses. Yeah, and you might you might get popped if you don't do it right. Uh, yes, might. <laughs> Ain't no might in it. That's you, a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, yeah. That's a hey. You need to go try that again. Cause yeah, I did you that. bathe? My grandma be like, come Yeah, here. I did. That was a little bit too quick. <laughs> Look, come and hold your arm up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You still smell like outside. Outdoors. <laughs> and up in it. With a bar of yeah. ivory soap. <laughs> yes. It and then come in there and, and correct you. What? Yeah. Lift your arms up. Man, I remember it, it, the, the easy let the easy the easily learned lesson was my grandma coming in there and scrubbing for me. Mm. Ooh. All right then. It never happened again. Never. And to this day, anybody would be like with the no, consistency no. of a Brillo pad with a regular red. Right. Oh, man. Listen. And all of our rags were white. Mm. So you can see it. Static electricity. <laughs> well. Oh man. I'm glad we were able to give that take. <laughs> <laughs> Any song of the week, guys, before we get out of here? I got um, Crucial Conflict. Hey. Hey. In the middle of the month. Yes. Um, my song of the week is Pride is a Devil mm. by um, J. Cole featuring Lil Baby. All right. My song of the week is The Big Sleep is Over by Big Boy and Sleepy Brown. Did that just come out? Yes. Like a few days ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check us out. Download us, please. Continue to download us on whatever app you're listening to us on. We're on all streaming apps. Episodes drop every Tuesday. The Short Desk Podcast. We appreciate the support from all over. Thank you so much. You have any questions, concerns, email us at the Short Desk Podcast at gmail.com. We're on all social media sites as well. We are the Short Desk Podcast. Holla at your boy. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> 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 <laughs>